the number one question I get asked from other people in the SEC whenever I'm doing interviews or radio shows is about how did Arkansas become so good as an athletic department so quickly when just a few years ago they were bottom of the barrel? Well, let's talk about waking up that sleeping giant. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday. I know weather's been pretty crazy here in the state of Arkansas, so I hope everybody is staying safe and uh, dodging them naders that are coming around. But, um, you know, this is maybe something that uh, may, may not be interesting to any of you, and I hope it is because... I have kind of just been at this point in time and stage where I know baseball's going on and we got some spring football and some basketball. It's kind of slowing down a little bit when it comes to the Razorback stuff and and a lot of the, the content that I'll be coming up with on this podcast will be stuff that is just created inside this old noggin of mine, which is dangerous and scary sometimes. But um, this this was something I wanted to talk about and I felt like this was a perfect opportunity to do so because... I have gone on numerous radio shows, podcasts, interviews, whatnot, for the past half a year, essentially, uh, and really specifically the past couple of months. And it's amazing to me that whether it's being a theme of an interview, talking about football or basketball or baseball, whatever it is, almost every single time towards the end of the interview, the same question comes up. Is the Arkansas Razorback Athletic Department, everything's going so good right now, pretty much across the board. How did it get there? How did that happen? Because let's be honest, in other athletic departments, especially in the SEC, there may be one sport that is blowing up being awesome, that's holding their own. And then there may be another sport, and we're talking about sports, talking about you know revenue-generating sports especially, popularity sports. Um, there may be another sport that's pretty good, and there may be another one that's just awful or not to the same level as the other ones. You know, I think about like Alabama. And Alabama football, we know, all the way to the top. I mean, of course. Basketball, hmm, decent. You know, not bad. Baseball, nah. You know, think about Georgia, football, pew, all the way to the top. Basketball, pew, terrible. Think about baseball, eh, sometimes. You know, Florida, who's kind of been known for that athletic department and, and the things that they've been having go. Football, pew, they're going through a, uh, which is crazy to think because they just played for the East title, but I'm saying like the health of it and the stability of it all, just hired a new coach, had some problems with Dan Mullen, there's it. Basketball, terrible too, going through some transitions, going through that. Baseball, pretty solid, but you know, I could go on and on in all the athletic departments in the SEC. But my point is, is that people see from the SEC perspective, Arkansas. And when they see Arkansas, they don't see the big time name brand like you would from other SEC schools. They don't see a state and a city in Fayetteville 
that is appealing and iconic and almost box office rock star type of vibes that makes people want to come there in droves. That's what they see. People don't see those things. They see it in their own perspective. They see it in their own um, way of whatever sort of stereotype that they have about Arkansas or whatever. That's what they see. So when Arkansas being in the best and biggest conference without a doubt, and they are finding success, and in some cases high-level success, in a lot, if not all, of their big-time sports on campus, other schools are looking around and saying, how have they been able to do that where we can only get one, maybe two at best? Now, I understand that Arkansas at this point in time is not to the elite level as like, you know, they don't have a Bama football where they're just winning championships and competing for it. You know, they don't have that. Um, you know, they don't have a, I would even, you know, throw out a, a Vandy baseball or Mississippi State baseball or anything like that just because they're missing the title. You know, like they're right there. They're, I mean, they're right there as close as you can be, but they're missing that next step. So I'm fully aware that Arkansas has not won a national championship in any of the major sports pretty much since 1994 with the basketball thing. I, I understand that. But when you're talking about the health, the stability, and the future and forecasting of all the major programs, there is not a better athletic department in, this, in the entire country than Arkansas. There's not. And I'm just talking about the major sports of football, basketball, baseball. Softball's doing great. Soccer's doing great. Track, we know, is elite every single year. They do their thing. Golf has had its moments, too. Women's basketball, I know that it's, you know, they have to win some tournament games, but they, uh, they're they on the, you know, up and up. They've done a really good job under Mike Neighbors in recruiting. Like Everything's going well. Everyone's happy with the coaches. Everyone's happy with the direction that the coaches are taking their programs. And honestly, there's no reason to believe that any of these coaches that are even at the University of Arkansas currently, uh, will end up leaving for, quote, bigger jobs. Oh, yeah, not to mention a Jordan Weaver, who's an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, she's your coach of gymnastics. Everything is going so well. And people recognize that. Like People recognize Arkansas, but they can't figure it out. They're just like, this doesn't make sense to me. I mean, how is a place like A&M, who has more money than anybody, than Jeff Bezos over there, how are they unable to find success in the highest of levels in their sports? I mean, they can pay for anybody, but how do how how come they can't do it? You know, and or LSU with all the problems they've had with stability, why can't they do it? Why you know why can't places like Auburn, Mississippi State, whoever it doesn't matter, throw them around. Why can't they find that same level of success across the board as Arkansas? That's their question. And to me, it's a very, I wouldn't call it an easy answer, but it's one that all of us who grew up as Razorback fans and grow up here in the state of Arkansas understand and know already. Maybe hard to explain it to them. But Arkansas, when it comes, and I'm serious about this, when it comes to, you know, we talk about power rankings of What's the best job in the SEC in football and basketball? You want to know what the best job is as an athletic director in the SEC? It's Arkansas, and it's not even close. Not even close. The best athletic director job in the SEC 
maybe even the country, is Arkansas. And let me explain that. One, you're in the SEC. That's already given you a huge advantage over uh, the vast, vast, vast majority of all college athletics. You're in the SEC. It's an exclusive club for only 14 teams total, and you're one of them. So that gives you a huge boost. The second thing, though, that really makes Arkansas stand out is that of all the major Power 5 programs, especially the ones and only the ones in the SEC, you are the only Power 5 major school in the state. You're it. You don't have if you're an athletic director, you don't have to compete with other big time donors and boosters and companies and everything within the state in order to get their money. Because if you're a business in the state of Arkansas and you want to have your businesses promoted via a college athletic department or program or school or whatever, Arkansas's it. You don't have to compete with anybody. You can you're it. You're the biggest show in town. No pro teams, no nothing. You are it. And because of that fact, it makes it really easy to raise funds. And the third thing, and this one might be the one that people truly don't understand because they can't physically see it or see the financing uh, part of it or whatever it may be, but also the amount of money that is in this state, in particular, the Northwest Arkansas region, is insane. You can't go to Oxford and get that. You can't, you can't go to Starkville and get that. You can't go to Columbia, Missouri or Columbia, South Carolina and get that. You just can't. So as an athletic director, the only thing that you have to do is just make sure you hire good coaches. You're going to have money. You're going to have fan support. You're going to have facilities. You're, you're going you're gonna to have a great place to have a great school and all that. Like You're going to have all those things. It's just a matter of you doing the job of putting the right people in position to be successful. And Hunter Juracek has done that tenfold. He has been able to be the perfect athletic director to where he takes the best elements of what Arkansas is about. He understands them. He sees it. And he has a great eye and a great understanding of what coaches can be successful here at Arkansas. Sam Pittman may not be successful or, you know, he may not be one of those coaches that could be successful at, you know, something like Oklahoma State. He may not be, but at Arkansas, he is. Eric Musselman, I think he could be successful wherever he goes. But Arkansas wanted him. Hunter Yurchek wanted him because he saw how good he was. He came here. It's, it's the same thing to where athletic directors, you know, they go through, they have so many different jobs and it's so difficult at times, but they have to identify great coaches get them on campus, put them in position to be successful, and watch it take off. And your Henry Yurchek has done that. He's got a great eye for talent. And so when you take in all of the things that I just mentioned when it comes to money, support, facilities, SEC conference, whatever, put that together. Mix it in with an athletic director that has a great eye for talent, who's energized, who knows how to run an athletic department efficiently and successfully, and also not make it all about him, as previous ones did. When you put all those things together, you're seeing the result of why the University of Arkansas and the athletic department as a whole is blowing other schools out of the water. I'm hoping it can continue on, and I think it will. 
For those of you who have always wondered about Arkansas and why they're able to do the things that they do, considering it's just little old Arkansas, think about that and understand that. You got to enjoy the moments that we're in right now, too, because uh, never know when that motorcycle is going to go off the bridge. But still, enjoy it and talk trash about it. And hopefully, in one of these sports, there'll be a championship to go along with it. Let's be honest, though. We wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I mean, would you be surprised if Musk won a championship? Or Van Horn won a championship? Jordan Weaver won a championship? Track program? I mean, they're winning championships as it is. Would you be surprised? I think the only one that may be a surprise would be Sam Pittman and football winning a national championship. But would you really be shocked if they were competing for one here in the next few years? I wouldn't be. Built Bar, I'm going to tell you about it. You know I love it. I'm going to tell you about it again because beach season. We're getting there. It's getting closer and closer, and you're going to start taking those trips and going out, and you want to take pictures and post it to the, to the, the Twitters and the, the Facebooks and the, the Insta machines and all that stuff. You're going to want to do that. Well, the thing is, is that if you're going to do that, you want to look good. And to be able to look good, you got to exercise, right? Well, yeah, that's a big part of it. But more importantly, it's eating healthy. And Built Bar is something that is built, no pun intended, for that. You're able to go out and have something convenient that tastes amazing with all the different flavors they have to choose from and a protein bar that's better than the rest. And if you go to the website, built.com right now, check it out, see what you like, what you don't like. I promise you'll like everything. But flavor-wise, all of them are great. I encourage you to try them all. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Build.com. Lock 15, 50% off your next order. Order the whole store if you want to. You're going to get that 15% off. Won't be a, get a better deal than that. Try it now. I promise you, you won't be disappointed with Built Bar at Built.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, in this next segment, I wanted to kind of switch gears a lot uh, because this is something I was thinking about last night because he was in the news, in the sports news at least. And Patrick Beverly, former Razorback, uh, guy that plays for the Timberwolves now. The play-in game started last night in the NBA, and Patrick Beverly uh, was one of those guys that uh, made some made some big plays, and you know he's very animated. And after the Timberwolves beat the Clippers. He went crazy because that was his former team. He was talking trash. He jumped all around. He ran up on the scores table. He was jumping up and down around the court. He was crying. Like there was just a lot going on with uh, <laughs> a lot going on with uh, Patrick Beverly. And it's funny because everyone that I follow on social media that's not Arkansas or from Arkansas or whatever tweeted about how much they hate Patrick Beverly, how stupid it was, how embarrassing it was. And then it was cracked me up because on the other side of it, everyone who was in Arkansas was like, whooping, you know, Patrick Beverly, former hog, whatever, pro hogs, hashtags. Uh, and I just saw that and I laughed because it's like, it's amazing how here in Arkansas, we take care of our own no matter what, no matter what you do, no matter how you act, no matter how, like, whatever it is, as long as you know, you're not doing anything illegal, then there's a line, but like, we love our people here in Arkansas. And now Patrick Beverly, he's not from Arkansas. He's from Chicago. But he came here 
He played basketball and was really good at it. And then he still goes out and will represent Arkansas where he'll have a hoodie on or a hat on or put out a tweet or whatever it is. So he still roots for the Razorbacks, still loves the Razorbacks. And it's just was a really cool thing to see, um, you know, him, him do have success of where he's at and the people that hate him. But Arkansas people don't. We don't. We don't hate our people. And if you come to Arkansas and you find success, you know, once you leave here or once you, you know, move on or whatever it is, people are going to remember you. People are going to root for you no matter what. Patrick Beverly is a universally hated person unless he's on your team. You know, people get tired of it. People get annoyed by him, whatever it is. I think it's kind of funny. I, I find it humorous, but I get why people don't like him. But it's just amazing to me how anytime I'll see these tweets and see people having their reactions and everything, they're just all about, hey, we love, we love Patrick Beverly. Well, why? We came to Arkansas. Okay, so he was there for two years. He hadn't been back. He hadn't lived there or anything. Why? He's Patrick Beverly. He's he's a Razorback. Take care of our own. And I love it. I love rooting for Patrick Beverly. In fact, that may get you, uh, or get me, not get you. I, I'm not going to get all of you that. Get me a uh, Patrick Beverly jersey at some point. I've been wanting to do that, but I wanted him to go to a team that I actually like. Like, I'm a Celtics fan, but... I don't know. I didn't want to get a Clippers. I didn't want to get a Rockets. I didn't want to get a Lakers. I think he was there for a little bit. Yeah, I didn't want that. I don't want to care about the Timberwolves. If he ever goes and like becomes a Celtic or something, woo, buddy, I'll get that real quick. Uh, but anyways, it just it's just one of those things that really cracks me up and how he's he's a prime example of even though a lot of people don't like him, he still are. It's like same thing with Jerry Jones. Like Jerry Jones, like sometimes it can mix between being a Dallas Cowboys fan and a Razorback fan. They intertwine a lot, so there's a lot of commonalities there. But it's uh, it's just funny to me how with Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones has done a lot of things that have been you know annoying. If you're a Cowboys fan, maybe you don't agree with the decisions he's made. Uh, he's had some off the field or whatever stuff, instances and stories that have not been the most complimentary. And there's been stories about that and everything else or whatever. But everyone's like, yeah, but he's Jerry. We love Jerry. Jerry gives us money. Jerry's a Razorback fan. He's one of our own. We take care of him. The same thing across the board. Same thing with John Daly. We love John Daly. He's our guy. He's an Arkansas guy. We love him. No matter what, he's our dude. So if you don't need any more prime examples of it, there's another one, great one with Patrick Peverly. And I, I'm happy for Patrick Beverly. I'm happy. I'm glad he was able to go out there and have a good time and be able to, to shut up a lot of those critics and everything like that. But so I just thought that was great. And uh, I'm obviously rooting for the Celtics to win the NBA Finals. But uh, Patrick Beverly and former Hogs, I'd like to see be successful as well. So uh, shout out to old Patrick Beverly. Uh, with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock with all the parts you will ever need. So save time and some money by using rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every single customer. And they have everything you need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Go and explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the, all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, real quick, uh, I did want to mention the Razorback baseball team from yesterday uh, sweeping the midweek series against UAPB. In fact, shut them out both games for UAPB. Seven and twenty-one and one on the year. Uh, Arkansas was able to take care of business in the first game, fifteen to nothing, and in the second game, six to nothing. Now both games were seven innings, didn't go the full round or anything like that. But I didn't come on here to just say, "Oh, poor, you know, poor UAPB." I came on here to say this: like people see these scores and see Arkansas success against the uh, in-state schools, and some people may be like, "Oh, that's sad," or "Oh, that's that's too bad," or whatever it may be. But people don't understand how well and how much these in-state schools benefit from just playing Arkansas. And that's something that Dave Van Horn has done a, a really good job of making sure is clear across the board that playing UAPB, even though they, they're not a great team or even though they may blow them out or whatever it may be, it's good for that baseball program to continue to try to grow and to get that exposure and to get that, uh, you know, that look upon everybody here in the state of Arkansas. Same with UCA, same with Little Rock. Whoever it may be, Arkansas playing these schools is very beneficial to them. And I've always heard the argument of people saying, well, what about football? Well, they've done it in football. They play UAPB. What about Arkansas State? Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine, whatever. But, you know, Arkansas State doesn't need the help of Arkansas. These other schools do. Like these system schools do. Because they're trying to get their program up and running and off the ground. And they have a little bit more of a challenge, a little bit more obstacles to go through as well. So, anyways, I, I like the in-state school thing. I, I like how... Uh, you know, Dave Van Horn accepts it and is all for it and, and everything too. And I'm, uh, I'm hoping that they can continue to do that in baseball and, you know, increase the schools, but Arkansas has got a big series against LSU coming up on a Thursday. So it's got that Thursday, Friday, Saturday series vibe. But anyways, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping for the best in that. Um, if Arkansas can bounce back against LSU, then they'll be right back on track, but this is a series that you need to win upcoming this weekend. I think we all understand that too. But, you know, Razorback baseball, uh, they're, they're still fine. They're still fine. So don't don't start freaking out about it. And don't start saying that the season's coming to an end or anything like that. you got plenty of time to get it going. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. Also, subscribe on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that little bell for the notifications whenever a new video is put up. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.